Don't touch that scryingstone. You're tuned in to the only show that brings you the heart-racing combat, jaw-dropping displays of magic, edge-of-your-seat trap-dodging, and more mystery and intrigue than you can fit in one adventure. This is the League of Ultimate Questing. My name is Kip Gilligan, and with me on this lovely fall day is the man that puts the orc in hard work, Stormclad Thundertongue. I don't know about you, Kip, but lately it seems like a lot of teams have been beating around the adventuring bush, so to speak. Doing commercials and opening venues and just wandering around signing photographs. I, for one, am ready to see some sword-in-the-face slaughter on parade. Enough of this entrepreneur crap. Let's see them become entrepreneurs. Storm, you're speaking my language. I'm glad you're fired up because I think we've got some real-deal best Quest in the West-style missions coming up ASAP. There have been some frost giant raids in eastern Dornheim, a new uncovered Yonti temple in the Nethazars, and a small breach in the God's Wall, calling in forces and teams from near and far. Hot damn, I love when those crazy Kamarian monsters make a break for it, only to hit a full plane spear point roadblock. Teach them to think outside the box. And if word from upstairs is accurate, the Mortal Dawn may soon have a big quest spooned onto their heroic plates. One from way up the food chain. Well, I hope they brought enough for the whole class, because I can't wait much longer. I'm getting that feeling behind my eyes where everything gets a little tingly, and the only cure is some monster mincemeat. Us orcs call it a colust. I just call it boredom. Well, wait no longer, my friend. We've got live Modrod signals coming in and fast. So without further ado, let's check in on the action here on the League of Ultimate Questing. Dawn returned from a night of partying at the new tavern opening up below their base called the Lounge of Ultimate Questing, a side project that Maven had been undertaking for the past several weeks, secretively and excitedly. There was a short family reunion between someone from Artium's past, but they returned to their domicile to find a strange figure sitting at the table who introduced themselves as Lady Mina Lurie, Commissioner of the League of Ultimate Questing, and with a job for them. And as she looks out at you, she kind of gestures at the candles on the table, and the entire apartment becomes well illuminated. Please, if this is a bad time, I suppose I can come back later, but uh, it was important that I saw you as soon as possible. We are supposed to believe uh, your word, that you are who you claim to be? Well, I suppose you don't have to, no. Reginald, do you know who this is? Scanning. Lady Mina Lurie, Commissioner of the League of Ultimate Questing. I imagine that would be harder to fake. Oh, Reginald419, how are you? As to be expected. Very good. What is this job? Well, it would take you to Danmir, the city of Andmar. It's a very industrious city. There's a lot of metal refinery, and they've taken advancements in the scientific fields towards making large devices to help them farming, and circulating water, heating the city. It's quite industrious indeed. Very closely tied to the dwarven island of Remitex. There's a direct underground tunnel that leads from one to the other below the ocean. Very high dwarven population. But that's not that important. Reports of many devices, metal, machinery, parts of buildings have been slowly disappearing from the city. Some of these items are the property of the League of Ultimate Questing. And this is something that we do not want very clearly advertised, as it shows holes in our security. And that's not something we want to promote for ourselves. But the job would be to go and recover the missing machinery from the other parts of the town. And if you happen to return the items from the League of Ultimate Questing, well, that is your secret priority, uh, it would not be the advertised quest. Does Maven know about this? I mean, you're welcome to accept quests without the help of Maven, but I've known Maven for a very long time. As long as the quest comes from higher up the chain than he is, and it doesn't get much higher than me. Does he know about this? He will if you tell him. He seemed like he was busy. I thought I'd come in the downtime. What is the payment? It will come with some benefits on top of just a coin bonus. The group will receive 700 gold drachs each. 
you will receive five free teleportations sponsored by the League of Ultimate Questing. And near the end of the year, there's going to be our annual LUQ anniversary party, and we will feature one team from each ranking, and this might put you on the list. You've done very well as a hero rank team, you've accomplished back-to-back -back quests, your success rate is close to perfect, and your proving scores were very acceptable. I don't see much uh, grounds for us to deny this request. I'm curious, how long have you known Maven? Oh goodness, how long has it been? He's been in Lucinelli for quite a while now, hasn't he? Has he? Hmm, I'm sure you have uh, maybe some embarrassing stories. I'm quite curious about our dear friend Maven. I'm one of the ones who told him that he should have started his own team. Really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, I surreptitiously put my hand on my wand. Okay, you sense nothing at all. Well, does anybody have any objections? Uh, when do you foresee us leaving for this quest? Should we accept it? Hopefully in the next few days. That would be ideal for me. And of course, one of your first five teleportations would be to get you there, because this is all the way across the continent. Mm -hmm. We would need to use one of our free teleportations just to get there. Or you could pay for it, just like you would normally. The price is right, but mm, this feels unnerving. Performing a quest without the supervision of the League, without it being publicized, this sounds odd. I could be more clear if you wish. The quest will be publicized, and the job will be that you're simply going to find some missing mechanical parts from the city of Anmar. Your priority between us is to make sure you get the items from the League of Ultimate Questing. I think this should all work out together, but if you have the option of one or the other, you know what your job is. And what items are these? Things from the headquarters. I have a dossier. She shuffles through her paperwork. And she says, let's see. Parts for a teleportation circle. There is a transport engine that would be used for sort of like a public transit. There are a series of monitors, and there are strange amplifying devices that we use for the Montrons to communicate over great distances. They don't store any information, but they do project information, and it could influence our ability to broadcast in some of Danmir if they're not recovered. Haruthax will look at Artyom with a sort of meaningful look, but not say anything. It's all war materials. Troop transports, teleportation, like behind enemy lines, spying, gotcha. listening devices. I won't say that while she's right here, but... I see. Like I said, I don't think we have a whole lot of choice. When the commissioner of the League of Ultimate Questing shows up in your house and asks you to do them a favor, which is what this is, is that a favor? Well, the quest isn't a favor, but the way you approach it and what you let people know would be the favor. I have two questions, if I may. Of course. One, files have been deleted from our Reginald unit. Do you know who may have done that or how? Hmm. I may. Perhaps that can be part of the bargain. All right. And my second question. You said if we had the choice between recovering the items we were publicly sent to search for, or mm -hmm. the League items, mm -hmm. if we made this choice and we recovered the League materials, publicly we would have to say that we failed that quest, no? That is accurate, yes. Very astute. How would we be compensated for that? You will still receive your payment, but on your record it will be marked as a failed quest. I see. Would that bar us from consideration for the League Invitational at the end of the season? It seems like it might be very strange for you to promote the team who failed a high-publicity mission like this. Yes, I'm afraid that it would count as a failure and that the rewards come with success. In the event we should publicly fail the quest, would there be a possibility of additional compensation outside of the funds you're offering to make up for those missed opportunities? Mm, I could be convinced to leave the teleportations in to save your team future money. Look, it's a good opportunity. I'm not going to turn it down. But you should know mm -hmm. that I will go into this quest. And if lives have to be at risk to get back what you are looking for, it will not be done. That seems fair. I will not make my ethical decisions based on money or favors. Well, I like it when none of the quests involve killing anyone. Good. As do I. Very good, then. Have you been to Danmir? I've never seen any of your quests take you there. No. 
Mm, probably not. I have not explored much of it, but it's where I am from. Familiar, but mm, it's hazy. Well, you'll get a front row seat to one of the most interesting cities in all of Mackinac. Well, whenever you're ready, I will have preparations done for the teleportation in the Silver Precinct. They'll be expecting you. I'll leave you for the evening. It seems like you've had a big day. Congratulations on opening the Lounge of Ultimate Questing. Very exciting. This is the kind of thing that I really like to see the teams putting out there. Mingling with each other. Becoming stronger together. Teamwork. Between <laughs> teams. The. Hmm. And a good night to all of you. She leaves and she strolls down the steps. When she finishes making her way down the steps, Herathax, you realize that like the room was fully illuminated when you entered. Mm-hmm. When she leaves, it goes down again. But you realize the dark corners were like fully lit and you weren't able to see through the darkness while she was around. But now that she's gone, the lights go back down and you could see perfectly normally. It was just so bright from the light that she had created that it didn't even register. Hmm. Interesting. Reginald, would you mind excusing us for a few minutes? Okie dokie. I'll go to sleep mode. Chunk. Chunk. <laughs> Artyom, would you follow me to the roof for a moment? The Once we get out of Reginald's earshot, I'll say, Did you notice the list of materials she was talking about? The What about it? Transport parts, uh, teleportation circles, listening devices, signal amplifiers. They're all... Would be useful during an invasion. They would be. Or for spying. But so would food, or uh, medical supplies, or really anything. To jump to a conclusion that uh, paints these people as something, anything other than entities who are trying not to lose uh, face or assets, uh, then uh, it, it seems like a leap. Seems possible that there might be ulterior motives for the items being stolen. For sure. But I'm not going to make that assumption until I see a little bit more evidence. Very well. What about you? What about me? You in war. Let's see what you have. I don't know anything about your spells, where they come from. You're not a cleric, but you have this uh, higher power. It is... It's difficult to describe what my patron is. It is a being of advanced power, but it is not a god per se. I am an agent, perhaps, would be a better word than a disciple. It loans me a share of power in exchange for tasks that I do for it. Tasks such as, and I glance down at my hand, this one. The And you still remember nothing? Bits and pieces... I know there were children. When Maven was talking about the missing children in in Lakes, it reminded me there was a blonde child or two. They died. I was... By your hand? No, before. It is part of what I was stopping. I don't remember exactly how or why. I look at my symbiote. I think this was involved somehow. I think this is what I was sent there to retrieve, and saving the children was... Secondary. Hmm. Well, what can it do? It's empowered my abilities some. It makes it more difficult to avoid them. They land more unerringly. And I believe if I draw power from it, then I can slightly increase my arcane potential for the day. Duh. Still not on the level of you or Chris without rests, but... You've not been blessing. Why is this? Uh, it is a substantial drain on my resources to do it. I can only cast so much magic, and while it is useful, it is also requires my concentration and eats nearly half my combat potential. I see you as support. If this is no longer the case, what, what do you think you would be better suited for? Still support, but there are better things I can do, I think, than blessing the party, particularly when this overlaps with your ability. Da. I can only concentrate on one thing at a time, however. So sometimes I might need to ask you to bless. In the event that we think it would be useful for this, I am not opposed. Good. I don't know what else to say. So, if you have any questions, now is the time. I don't have questions, Artyom, but I do owe you an apology. What is this? You are slow to trust, 
we've met your uncle now. I can see that your society was very difficult for you. I believe that you were beginning to grow closer to us, and my leaving betrayed that trust. I fear it may have confirmed some of your worst suspicions about the surface people. I would not know anything about this. This is still uh, hard for me to... uh, Huh. I do not say anything about this. I understand. I just... I feel like I owe you an apology. What do you mean you understand? What do you understand? I've seen the replays. I know what you gave up in the Feywild. Da. Of course. It makes sense for you to not have feelings about this, but perhaps the next time you make a deal with a devil, you should ensure it is not a demon in disguise. In the morning, Maven returns. It seems like he spends a little time making sure the bar is going to be up and running for the day, but then he gives you all of his attention as he goes upstairs. He says, well, I have some good news. It seems like I have a lot of that lately, and that feels good doing what I do for a living. Um, I have 500 gold for each of you accumulated from your recent quests. Uh, That is, of course, once it's been divided and my cut has been taken. And I understand that a package arrived this morning addressed to Artyom. I'm just giddy as all get out. (laughs) That should be waiting for you downstairs. I believe they took it to what we're calling the war room. I just bust out. I'm just running down the stairs. (laughs) Like Like sliding down the banister. (laughs) Like a child on Brenmas morning. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's called spirits rest here, but Brenmas is a cute portmanteau. That's adorbs. Um, cool. So you said 500 and then, and then you have had the money. Did I'm now going to take the amount that you were agreed on out of Maven's bank because it was paid for. It was 900. (laughs) You receive your new coat wrapped up in a very fine cloth and it looks strangely similar to your original coat. The colors are brighter. It seems to be completely patched up. The buttons are all perfectly affixed and there's just a little tiny, when you look close runes woven into every little bit of the fabric. (laughs) The colors are much more vibrant, though, and it fits perhaps better than it did before. And mechanically, this works just like breastplate that has barely any weight to it. We'll say like five, ten pounds for a heavy coat with pockets and straps and things like that. And it doesn't impart a stealth penalty and it can be donned as quickly as a coat can. It'll be donned, all right. Yes, mortal donned, your honor. (laughs) As I'm running out the door, I'm just going to tell uh, Maven, keep it, keep it, the money. And as you're running out the door, um, the side of it snags on like one of the corners of the door and it tears just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, my new coat. And then you look <laughs> and the, the stitches slowly start to seal back up. Oh, yes. I'm very excited. I run up. I'm very excited. Everybody, I'm very excited. This is the best coat. And when you get back upstairs, Maven's like, and that's how I think we'll make a profit for the quarter if we focus on putting forward good food and not overspending on alcohol. What? Oh. Who, who cares? Oh. <laughs> just I just like throw my clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> just pull and just immediately throw on the jacket. Very stylish. Artyom, do you only own the one pair of boxers? No, I have two. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fine then. Food washing. Most most people who wear underwear tend to change them fairly often. I was concerned that was a custom no one had shared with you yet. I hand wash my clothing every day. Excellent. Mm. Very industrious of you. Yeah. Uh, Maven, yes. has anyone told you we ran into a friend of yours last night yet? During the party? No. After you left. After I left. My eyes like go wide and I look at you like... No. Who who was it? I look at I look at you. What, are we not? Are we not going to talk about? Oh, maybe we should agree first that we are going to tell him before we do so. Why? Well, okay. Oh dear. Do I get votes yet? <laughs> I believe we're still on a probationary period from that. But All the right. good news is your potion probation has ended. Well, that's great. Uh, Maven. Mm-hmm. Uh, delete everything that I just said. <laughs> Strike that from the record. I me. <laughs> <laughs> you are basically monitored, no? Uh, 
I don't really consider myself that way, but I will pretend that what we said didn't happen. No, it is fine. I appreciate your willingness to talk to him. However, this is the kind of thing we should agree on first. We spoke with the commissioner of the legal ultimate question. The commissioner? She asks us to do a quest, something about recovering some lost equipment. Uh, he goes over to the table and sits down. You got a job from the commissioner directly. Duh. I see. Of course, you're more than welcome to take this. If this is a step up. This is a from a higher source. This. May I make an insight check to how he's reacting to this? Yes, he seems please. He seems pretty floored. Mm-hmm. Not that die. I rolled a one the last time I rolled that die. It has making up to do first. Fifteen. He, you just can tell he's going through a wave of memories, like all at once. Something he hasn't thought about in like a very long time. Okay. Oh, boy. Um, well, I assume it must have been a big job if it's from the commissioner. What kind of things did she offer? It's, I'm sure it's more than just gold. 700 gold each, five free teleportations, right. and acceptance into the Invitational at the end of the year. As the hero-ranked headlining team? Duh. I believe she dangled that as a carrot. I don't think it was promised. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is quite an offer. I. This is why I thought I might bring it up. That is incredibly generous. She is fairly tight-fisted with her resources. Is it strange that she spoke very highly of you and you seem to know her fairly well, but she didn't go through you? I think she would just talk to you. Well, um, we used to be friends, very close, and... Were you more than friends? No. <laughs> um, well, maybe, but not in what you mean. Hmm. I feel like we had a little bit of a falling out. I don't think they wanted me to become a patron in their business. They maybe wanted to have some sort of degree of separation between friends and business, and they tried to make it seem like it was their idea, but they were telling me to keep me out. That's why I waited so long to join. It was a difficult decision to make, and I needed to make sure the team that I had was just, just perfect. How curious. That's not what she said. Yes, I believe you. <laughs> she is all about publicity. She would not make it look bad that she had a falling out with anyone. Why would she possibly offer so much for some equipment? Equipment? Da. So the, the list we were given was teleportation parts uh, mm -hmm. for a, a circle, an engine of some mm -hmm. kind, and some monitors. Well, that seems like some pretty valuable equipment. But this valuable? Yes, I would say so. Especially if the idea that the League is someone that you can steal from gets publicized. They're sort of an economic powerhouse right now, and if they are viewed as having sort of weaknesses, then they might become a target for a lot of larger businesses. Surely there are more company teams out there that would be better suited for this. Perhaps she shot low so that the carrot on the end of the stick was more tempting? Well, I simply mean there must be other hero-ranked teams that are more, uh, let's say, proven loyal. Hmm, you know, she might be trying to do this with you particularly to get a little bit of spite against me. Take me down a notch. Uh -huh. Remind me that she's my boss. That seems like something that she would do. So not like get us killed or anything because she doesn't want you to have a team, right? <laughs> I'd like to see her try. <laughs> if we fail, I imagine that would make him look bad as well. Yes, it most certainly would. Well, that's very interesting, and I appreciate you being straightforward with me. Of course, should this sort of thing happen again, know that you do have the freedom to take quests from higher up the chain than me. I simply present them to you. Whether or not you take them is sort of your choice. Believe me, your reaction tells us enough that it is worth telling you. I just... just bringing back a lot of memories that I hadn't thought about in quite some time. I had been working very hard to forget them, actually. Maven, how old are you? Have we asked you that before? Yes, yes you have. In so many terms. He kind of looks at himself and says, 45. Okay. But again, I have memories from who I was long ago. So age becomes more of an emotion than something I track linearly. But it sounds like you have some work to do. And since it seems like you're going to be handling this one in your own way, 
not to put that out there as a negative thing. I can focus on the lounge and I do like to be busy. I do like book work. I do like making money. Well, before we commit to this, did you have another quest you wanted to run by us or? There was a potential job that's still a little bit up in the air towards inlegs, but it doesn't sound like it would pay out very well. All right. Well, I'll let the team vote then. I can see any reason why we wouldn't do this. I'm happy to do it. Yes, let's go. Before you leave, I believe there were some potions that were being held by fellow teammates. Should Harothax oh, uh, oh. regain their ability to use them? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I, I give my potion back to him. Arvid also hands potion back to him. Did I have one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, each of you got one of his potions. And since he couldn't use them in an emergency, you could have used them. But right. nothing really came up. Right. Yeah, I hand it back. Okay. Sorry, that's part of my job to keep track of these sorts of things. Hopefully you don't lose your teeth, huh? <laughs> and they grow back if I do. It's very handy. Ah, well, I'm I'm going to play bar manager for the next few days, I suppose. Those dancers from the ballroom, do you think that we can get them here? Maybe for maybe an event, if not forever, you know. To my knowledge, they were members of House Cubis and are not open for day jobs. They are their property in mm. the Alcaran culture. That's a very nice way of saying slave. So yes. nice. Yes. Well, uh, I trust you to look out and do what you can. Given the way you spend your money, you could simply buy them. Possibly. <laughs> Maybe save your money for this, huh? We'll see. Very good. I suppose I get to take a little break as the uh, patron for the next few days, and I will look upon that as a treat. Off I go. He seems kind of like stands up and walks out a little awkwardly, like he's just got hit by a truck of memories, and he doesn't even know how to compose himself. I... I apologize. I meant simply to tell him that we had been offered the quest. I wasn't going to mention our secret objectives or that kind of thing. I thought as our patron he needed to know. This is fine. I can't say anything wrong with it. Uh, Especially given that we have become slightly more familiar over the last few days, it's natural you just assume that this is the kind of thing you should simply say. Going forward, I think all of us should be very, very careful with who we tell what to. Very careful. We keep scratching the surface and every single scratch leads something deeper and deeper and deeper. I trust you well enough, but there are things I am even keeping from you. For possibly your own protection. That sounds mysterious. (laughs) It was intended to. (laughs) So we cut to the mortal dawn entering the silver precinct, once again getting teleported, as they seem to be doing a lot lately. Only this time you do not appear in a wizard's basement or in the middle of some farming field. You appear at the top floor of an extremely tall tower with tinted red glass windows, looking out over a massive city filled with skyscrapers just beyond the ocean. There are vehicles that are moving through the air between the buildings. There are large metal rails that have vehicles traveling over the top of them at high speeds. And there are metal pipes that run through all of the streets. Okay, that's no Fascinating. Mm. <laughs> I'm honestly uh, kind of scared to take a step in any direction. Look at all this. I don't think you could break any of it. I think I'm going to get broken. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you realize there are three figures in the room with you that are dressed in League of Ultimate questing purple and gold uniforms. And even though the buildings in this town are incredibly tall, this tower seems to be slightly taller than the others. And everything in it is embossed with symbols of the League of Ultimate questing and the Nexus Enterprise. This is clearly some kind of hub for the League itself. Mortal Dawn? This us? Uh, Welcome. Welcome to the top floor and the teleportation entrance port to the uh, Anmar hub. I feel very welcome. It's quite a sight, isn't it? Gesturing out over the city. To say the least, why red? Uh, It helps when the sun gets too bright. Kind of cuts down on it a little bit so that not blinding. No such thing. Well. (laughs) How often do those trains fall? They must fall fairly regularly. They're barely balanced. The airships? Airships? There's airships too. 
Like, uh, oh gosh. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. In the city? That seems terrible. Dangerous, dangerous. I think he's talking about the monorails. Oh, um, there's. We haven't had any records of those breaking in a long time, unless they're hit by something really huge. But that. Not possible. You could put like a, a blueberry on there, and it should knock it off. It's barely balanced. No, they're it fixed with magnets. Very powerful ones. How do they work? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I was Sorry. about to answer with it's a miracle. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought about it. I considered saying it and I was like, nah. And then Sam took it and I was like, yes. pride. <laughs> well, the worker looks to Arvid and then looks to the team and then back to Arvid and just says, science. <laughs> well, um, let me know if you have any questions about the city. Uh but it sounds like you have some work to do. We weren't really filled in on any of the details. Seems like it's quite top secret. Very impressive. We could use a lead, perhaps. We understand that things have been taken recently, hmm. disappearing. Okay. Anywhere where we could look first for some information. Well, I guess that depends on what's gone missing. Equipment, uh, random gear, possessions from around the territory, probably uh, machinery. Machinery? Okay, I was going to say anyone would could take any kind of gear. Um, there's a lot of machinery here in the city. You might want to either go to... Uh, and she points out into the city, which is like a giant 3D map. It says, uh, well, you can go to the industrial quadrant. There's a lot of large factories there that work with machinery. Uh, you could go to the Erudition's Farthing. That's where a lot of the local schools are and some of the temples. There's a couple of universities for metallurgy and alchemy. Or you could go to the Wrightsfield Forum. That's kind of the town square where there's lots of businesses. Maybe people have seen things. I'm not sure. I'm not really an informant. I just work here. I do know the town fairly well, though. The... Okay. What are the two places you recommended again? I would probably start with the Industrial Quadrant and Erudition's Farthing. Okay. Farthing's a measure of distance, right? Uh, well, it's technically a fourth of something, but usually used in monetary terms, but I believe that's part of the name. So you could have a farthing of a furlong? <laughs> uh, I, <don't> <laughs> I love the idea that the only person that laughed was Arvid, and they gave that exactly that dorky of a laugh. <laughs> You could you could pay a farthing for a farthing of a furlong <laughs> potentially even too. Oh, golly. So the farthing or the forum, I I guess. Farthing or forum? I like farthing. This word sounds good. Also, erudition seems. Uh, oh, I said that right first time. It's good for me. It just looks like you're mashing your mouth together. <laughs> <laughs> How would we get to erudition's farthing? You want to go down to the base of the hub, head north through the forum, and then you will go left at one of the large gates. Well, if the forum is on the way to the farthing, we might as well stop there first, huh? Seems logical. Thank you. Uh, there's a mess hall downstairs if you need any food or drink before you leave. <laughs> no, no, we, we do not have time. If ah. you, yeah. And if you need a place to rest while you're in the city, the uh, league hub does in fact have some beds. Sort stop of like a, tempting me. a guild hostel, if you will. Well, good luck. Bye. You all take what they refer to as an elevator down to the bottom of the tower. It seems like a metal disc that perhaps would teleport you in some way, but it starts to just drop. And it feels very strange in the pit of your stomach for just a moment. And you see the glass tube that the elevator is inside of lets you look at the different floors. And you see like madrons and people in these gold and purple uniforms like moving about. There's some of them sitting at desks. Some of them are watching these screens and it looks like they're grabbing onto pieces of it and like cutting parts out and just editing footage. 
Um, they're doing all kinds of work here. If it lasts for more than three seconds, Arvid goes first to knees and then shakily just like lays down against the floor. <laughs> 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 just slowly get to the ground. This may be quite random, but have any of you ever wondered how all these Modrons came here or how even the League got them on their side? Or... I remember mm. something about the plane of logic. Which means, assuming these are extraplanar creatures, I'm surprised they're able to stay here for very long. Mm. Most summons, they disappear quickly, though. Yeah, it, mm, it depends, but yes, I believe so. Hmm. Something to think about, I guess. They might have, like, a portal somewhere that simply lets them in by the dozens. We are from the plane of Ergo. Duh. The dimension of logic. Ah. And how do you get here? When a Modron is created, it is created with a purpose. And its entire goal is to fulfill that purpose. Achieving things, putting things in place. That is where our ambitions are. Some of us were created to come here. And as soon as that ambition was put into us, we find a way. I'm suspecting mm -hmm. there is probably going to be a, a need-to-know basis answer here, but why would they create something for another plane? The plane of logic, having it spread its arms out into other realms, seeing, learning constantly, it is to benefit of the unity. Oh, that sounds bad. Oh. Oh, good. Entity of logic that likes uniformity and things like this reaches out into a plane of existence and learns, and all it does is watch how we fight and how we kill? Well, maybe it'll, it's trying to bring order into the chaos. You never know. And what kind of order do you think that will look like? I don't know. My task is to follow the team and make sure that your information is transmitted back to the League of Ultimate Questing. If something interferes with that, it seems I can find a way to ensure that it happens. I did not know I could travel through dimensions. I did not know that I could seek you without looking, but these powers are mine. This is too much for right now. We must pay attention to the task at hand. When the commissioner was telling us about the stuff that got stolen, was it just machinery? And then she gave the specific list of like League stuff that got stolen? Yeah, there was other machinery from the city. Okay. And then some of the machines that got stolen from the League. Okay. So mentioning the specific things that we've got is uh, probably not because that's League stuff that mm -hmm. got stolen. But you know that machine works and metal parts that are used in machines were taken. It doesn't give us much of a starting point. And you reach the bottom of the elevator, the base of the hub, and there are huge rotating doors that lead out into the city of Andmar, the Dwarven word for doorway. <laughs> Mortal Dawn are off to Anmar, the leading city in steam tech machinery and automaton trade. Why a great deal of our fancy LUQ gizmos and trial machinations are developed right there in the heart of that fast-moving city. Anmar's a hot spot for tourists and transients, but you couldn't pay me to live there. Everything costs a damn silver. Steam powered my ass, that metal metropolis is coin powered. Wash your hands, that's a silver. King size chocolate piercer peanut bar, one silver. Gotta take a whiz, give me a silver. And with all those pipes everywhere, a tall fellow like me needs to invest in a helmet. Damn city manager's gotta be dwarven. Well, I myself am quite fond of the historical airship tours of the industrial portion of the city. You can really see the evolution of progress and the power of science when fused with well-made machines. One thing I will give them, the nightlife is pretty wild. I don't know what it is about all those late night bars that glow in neon signs, but they just feel right to me. I'm glad they invented those last year. Makes wandering the streets in the dark AM feel like you're in some late night Nexus movie. You know the ones with the uh, really bassy music and lots of high-tech lights with no dialogue. Well, I'm sure the directors would be thrilled to have a big name like Stormclad Thundertongue audition for their next film. Nah, I'm already busy doing this gig and finishing the last draft of my book. For a guy who ain't in it for the fame, I sure do have lots of eyes and ears aimed at me. 
Who'd have thunk? And speaking of media entertainment, we've got some fantastic ads coming up from our beloved sponsors, so stay tuned after the break for more of the adventure you crave. Oh dear, I've been making this stew all day, and it's just not very good. Sounds like a job for us. Oh no, there's pixies in my kitchen. Brownies to be exact, and we're here to fix your dinner. We'll use tricks of the fae and add flavor and intrigue to any stew, soup, goulash, gumbo, or etouflee. Mmm, delicious. Don't ruin another meal with your boring human spices. Call us, the Pot Brownies. We'll make the stew, you help yourself. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Hey there, all you cuties. This is Zach here with your most delicious mid-roll. I'm not really going to bore you. There's not too much new information here. Um, A new episode of D20 Questions is coming up soon. Um, Not quite sure when. We've got the D21 side also coming up soon. Sorry about the delay on that. Um, Additionally, uh, I want to thank all of our amazing Patreon subscribers, uh, specifically our legendary team, Jeff Ammons, Dave Mladenov, and Isaac Davies. You guys are absolutely fantastic. I can't even just it's just so good. As I've already mentioned, I'm going to be going to Japan in the next couple of weeks, uh, specifically leaving on like Black Friday. So I'm really going to be spending the next two weeks getting super ready for that. And it's going to be incredibly busy and complicated. And we shouldn't have any gaps in programming. I think we're going to be good. But just in case there may be something like we might have to miss an episode one week just based off circumstances. And if that happens, you have our sincerest apologies. But there's not a whole lot left to say. Uh, Next week is our uh, end of the month show, which means if you want to get your name mentioned on the show, all you have to do is throw even as little as a dollar at us every month and uh, you get that thanks. But I don't really want to waste any more of your time and I want to get you back to the show, so let's get that going. These days, dwarven children are too soft. All they want to do is play their games and chat on their scry phones. Mithrillennials, am I right? Well, now there's a game system that'll teach them how to be tough. This heavy iron block has built-in automations designed to wildly swing around razor-sharp axes in wide circles while your kids dive and dodge to activate runes on the base. Your children will learn to take a hit, dodge, parry, and the importance of a strong axe swing. With adjustable heights between two and four and a half feet, built-in first aid kit, and a sharpening stone to keep those swinging blades in tip-top shape. The new Axebox 360, from the makers of the PlayStation 3.
Things you notice while exploring the city of Andmar are most of the buildings seem to be very historical. They've been around for a long time, but they've been sort of refinished with rebar and new pieces of metal and finely finished windows with steel bars on them. Most of the residencies look like they're massive apartment complexes that all kind of interconnect with each other, some of which through sky bridges and some of which the buildings literally just keep on connecting one to the other. All the residencies are just these big communes. And these huge metal pipes that run through the streets seem to be used by people who live in the area just as like things to hang laundry off of or build tiny shops underneath with a canopy that hangs over the edge of it. And there are airships that fly sometimes dangerously low over the larger parts of the city with these big sounds that none of you are used to with this. And as you get near the pipes, you can hear what sounds like just hot air, like passing through them at all times. Industry is booming. There are constantly people out on the street working on things. You notice that some of the uh, wagons here are pulled by mechanical horses. And some of the people walking through the trade district have large construct humanoids following them, like carrying things for them. So constructs seem to be very common here, as do dwarves. Almost a half of the population you've seen at this point is dwarven. Arvid is very vocally not enjoying this. Normally, normally quiet, sweet Arvid, very complainy. Every loud sound he twitches at, occasionally ducked for cover, getting very anxious, you know, looking around wide-eyed and yeah, saying things like, I hate it here. I hate it here. That's not even a horse. What the hell is that? What? Why? <laughs> oh no. They could just have horses. Did we bring Morty? Is he with us or yeah. did we leave him? He'll be right behind Arvid. Like you almost didn't notice because he's been hiding from everything that passes by. Oh. But yeah, he's got his tail between his legs and he's following in Arvid's shadow. Any one of these machines in the Underdark would bring every single conceivable horror down on your head. I hate this. <laughs> and with that, there's a sound of like clopping hooves as this wagon pulls up near you guys. And it looks like it's being pulled by a kind of mechanical centaur. Um, and there's no one driving it. It's almost like a large rickshaw. And it just looks down at you and says, need a lift? I Who sent you? <laughs> I... <laughs> I work for the city. Would you be okay with getting on this machine? What does it look like on the inside? Is it just like... It's like a big open rickshaw, like two metal benches, one in front of the other, that you would just kind of sit on and tilt back, and it, as it moves, it would lean back, and you'd go, go, go. Two wheels, open air. There's not like a lot of steam or gas coming off of it or anything. <laughs> nope, not out of the machine itself, and the uh, the centaur creature oh. seems to not emit any kind of strange power source. He just seems to be there. Uh, you get on first. The Where to, folks? Uh, we are going to the uh, forum. Anywhere in particular? I look at everybody else with kind of like a cringy, like, I don't know. Do you have a black market? Oh, I know. Who is the most famous artificer here? The most famous artificer in Anmar mm. is Lady Almira Wainwright. Lady Almira? Yes, Lady Almira. I remember her. She was on the, she was on the flight. Maybe we should go see her. The Wainwrights have a residency near the university. Do you wish to go there? I would love to. What about the rest of you? Duh, unless you know where the black market is, as Arvid suggested. What a ridiculous question. <laughs> <laughs> Three gold, please. <laughs> for the insult or for the right? Yes. For the lift. <laughs> you goofball. <laughs> Listen to me, you ridiculous metal creature. You're the goofball. <laughs> Three gold, please. <laughs> I look at everybody else expectantly. <laughs> Arvid will offer the gold. Let's just get out of here. Some of your stinky coin boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stinky <Ching>. coin boots. 
Uh, yeah, and you give it to the centaur. It seems to put it into a cavity within its torso, and then it takes off a clippity clop and it a pretty good clip, weaving in between some of the other vehicles and small businesses. In the event the commissioner intends for us to fail this quest, what do we intend to do? Do we ignore her objective and publicly pass, or do we take the hit to our esteem and Maven's and achieve her side objective? Well, I think no matter what, we need to recover what we can. Poor people were had things taken from them. We have to do something. I refuse to believe in no-win scenarios, but in the off chance that for some reason we can't get both the things back, if there's a moral reason to take one, I will do that. But having the favor of somebody powerful in our pocket is fine. And if we maybe lose a little bit of prestige in the process, so be it. I don't totally understand the quest... Um, were we looking for machine parts in general was the main quest and then there were specific parts that were for the League? I think um, we're looking for the thieves. We're looking for the people who've done this and if we can, we get the League gear back too. So it, we don't have to recover hmm. well, I, don't even, I don't even know what we're supposed to be recovering. Yeah, she wasn't mm. very specific about the general machinery. So, I have a question. Do you? you if do. I may be so bold. Sure. I love it. Would you read the items on that list for me, please? Mm. Uh, parts for a teleportation circle. Mm-hmm. Um, some kind of engine mm-hmm. uh, designed for transportation of entities, I guess. Uh, and uh, um, monitors. Monitors. I cannot tell if this means, uh, like, Scridio things, or if that means you. That is my official title. She, I see. Hmm. she also mentioned signal boosters to extend the range of a monitor's signal. Oh. So monitors were stolen. Well, kidnapped, I suppose. Oh, no. I am curious. What are you curious about? Simply protecting myself. Do you think you're in danger? If there are people who are stealing monitors and I follow you to them, it could be dangerous and might interfere with my objectives. The only danger is if you think we will not succeed. Wait, wait, this is very, very curious. Reginald was saying that monitors always found a way to the objectives. How they were taken is... Oh, that's quite a fright. If there are monitors taken, we will do our absolute best to liberate them. In fact, I think that takes precedence over almost anything. Now that I realize that's what he's mm. talking about. When they hear monitor, my brain says uh, the, the, the describe videos. Da? Display mm. monitor. Correct. Reginald, may I ask, when multiple teams are working in succession, their monitors don't run into each other, right? You can sense one another in some way? Correct. Can you sense other monitors here in this town? Oh, yes. Would you Do you think you would be able to triangulate the location of the missing monitors to follow them? That is not within my power. I think this is violation of league law. Well, so is stealing from the league, I would think. Duh, but uh, we're still being televised. More than likely, this will all be cut out. But if somebody were to see something like that, some violation of the rules, and then that was not to get broadcast, I think this would be just as much detriment to the league's reputation as anything that we are trying to solve right now. I suppose it's selfish, but a concern I had was that she asked you to recover objects. Hmm... That is fair. And if I am being honest, I think until this moment, I kind of considered that whatever we were collecting were objects, possessions. I'm sorry. It was unclear. Perhaps it is some other device. It seems quite apt to be titled such, though. Whatever happens, we will make sure you're safe. And the carriage comes to a stop as you uh, pull up outside of what looks like a huge um, garden in front of a university. 
a brick building with steel bars that kind of run through everything that sort of look like welded architecture in these beautiful support beams carved to look like roses and tree branches. And the institute sign says the Tenfold Institute of Metallurgy. Mm, like Art Deco style? like Fairly Art Deco. And there next to it is a large townhouse with another garden in front of it. And it just says uh, Wainwright. And there's an embossment of a ship carved into the front of it, like the family crest. Hmm. Well, here's your stop. Thank you. Do you tip mechanical drivers? I should certainly hope not. I find the idea of tipping absurd. (laughs) As you noticed while you were riding here, it seemed like the chariot or the uh, rickshaw, as it were, always followed the tubes that run through the city. Like it was almost using them as a map to navigate Mm. things. Um, You always kind of remained underneath one. He says, thank you very much for using Tuber. As we walk up to the thing, I'm just going to say, look, as far as I'm concerned, if servers are not getting paid enough, why don't we simply pay them more? It doesn't make any sense that the people should be passing that uh, responsibility. And I think mm-hmm. we should be tearing the restaurant bullshit down from the top. Or, you know, we can go talk to this artist. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> and you approach a door. Um, there's a rose bush on each side of it. And there's a large knocker in the center. And while we're talking, I'm assuming you knock. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Yes. Yes, I'm knocking. And after a moment, the door swings open and there's a half orc wearing a fine like butler's outfit um, with a little red vest that's a little too small for him. She says, can I help you? Oh, hi. Yes. Um, could you bring a lady right, please? This is, I'm Chris Sagrand of uh, Bottle Dawn. You're looking for Lady Wainwright? Yes. One moment, please. He closes the door. Ruth will step up. He is adorable. With Typic- his little vest and everything. <laughs> Typically, when calling on Danmirian nobles, you tell them who you are and why you have come to bother them. Duh. Well, I think my name says it all. Should I go somewhere else? <laughs> no, I'm No, no. And then the door uh, swings open, and this young woman that you seem... Uh, familiar with from the the flight um, is wearing what looks like kind of just like a day robe that she's closed up around her and she has like a book tucked in her pocket and hair's kind of mussed up and big spectacles are resting on the end of her nose and she says oh, it's the mortal dawn what what'd you do coming to my door hello oh uh, we were we're in the city for a quest and i you know i heard your name and i thought we should look you up do you have a moment maybe we could chat Oh, um, sure. The place is a little bit of a mess, but come on in. Oh, no worry. And like, Chris will just like mend little things like to clean things mm-hmm. up. Like, you know. Obviously, you didn't see what our house looked like before we opened the lounge. Oh, well, as long as you're used to something a little, li- you're in luck. I'm not even here that often. I've been touring a lot lately. Yes, I remember your paper. We still need to. I'm so curious. I want to hear everything about it. I'm afraid the thesis is a bit incomplete with the way that went. But uh, please, uh, can I get you some tea? Oh yes, yes. Thomas, please. would you fetch us a pot? Of course, Miss Wainwright. Touring? Is she rock and roll? No, no, no. Just lots of travel. The okay. yes. <laughs> And you guys sit in this little study with just bookshelves everywhere and really tall ladder back chairs around a fireplace. Mm. And she says, ah, I haven't slept very good since those eagles attacked us. I've been having some weird dreams. Mm, Haven't we all? (laughs) I could give you a sleeping draught to help with that. Oh, I'm well suited in that, but I appreciate the offer very much. So what brings you to Anmar? That seems a little out of your base. Yes, a little bit, but I hear you are a master artificer. I had no idea you had such a mastery. It's true. I'm specifically specialized in the history of artifacts and magic. Oh, how clever. Uh, is there an artificing black market here? Uh, of it. Sorry, I... It's not proper. 
Yeah, we should just ask where it is. Then uh, obviously there is one. Where uh, is the black uh, market? Oh. oh, you'll have to excuse my team, but yes, yes, we are looking for a couple things here for a quest. Oh, uh, seems a bit sinister. Mm. We understand your family is one of the primary artificer families in the city. That's a misconception. Um, this household is where I usually stay, and I am definitely one of the highest ranked artificers in the town. I, did they say I was the highest? What an honor. I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, Congratulations. My, my family is famous for making ships. Ah. My uncle lives actually not far from you in Lucinilli. He's sort of the uh, patron of the family. Ooh. Our tuber driver told us that you were the finest artificer in the city. Yes, you're held well, in very high esteem by machines, apparently. I take that as a high honor, and I treat them with the same respect. Beautiful creations, aren't they? Have you met ours? Reginald? Oh, I've met several Reginalds. Which one is yours? A 419. 419. Wow, they're getting a lot of them now. Mm. Well, I don't think they're allowed to introduce themselves, but hello! <laughs> I. Oh. <laughs> Adorable. Specifically, the quest that we've been sent on is mm-hmm. to search for some machinery that's gone missing. Is that something that you would know anything about being a artificer here in this, the city? Any- yes, one of them was uh, one of the items could have been, I believe, some kind of engine, some kind of public hmm. transit engine, something. Well, um, I haven't heard about that, but I do have some knowledge of where those sorts of illicit things happen here in town. Excellent. It's uh, not something that I wish happened, and I've actually put mm. a lot of money into trying to clear it up. So. Mm. so you can tell us where black market is. It's not necessarily a black market like you would imagine some particular building where this is done, or even like a series of people that are all connected. It's uh, It sort of comes and goes, and most of it's based out of Remitex. Um, so it happens around the Milfine Miles. Uh, there's a large coal and ore refinery and storage facility to the south of the city, and that's where the tunnel that leads to Remitex, the entrance to it, is. In the dregs around it, you can sometimes find deals happening. There's a bit of a shanty town that's been erected there. Might be a place to look anyway. So there's no branch of Mac Blarkets here? Uh, no. Mac Blarkets? Mm-hmm. No, the commercials, you know? It's an For... NPC from the commercials. Okay. <laughs> I love those commercials. They're some of my favorites. <laughs> Didn't get it from me! Yeah. <laughs> those, those ones in Baba Java are probably my top two. Uh, hopefully that was somewhat helpful. Da, they, can you give us maybe a specific address? Um, if you go to the Milfine Miles and ask around the, some of the shanty towns there, it should be should be okay. Oh. Da, go to random alley and say, hey, do you have drugs? And I'm sure we'll find something, not a police. I don't... Oh, we could I... pretend to sell Reginald. Oh. That is not something I'm okay with. Uh, I'm sorry. But this does bring up a very good point. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking with Reginald, and he said that... Um, his kind can always find a way to address their objective. Um, I have heard that about the Madrons. Yes. Is there? Do you have you heard of any ways of? Um, hmm. How do I say this? Capturing one. Capturing a Madron. Um, well, I've read that they have what's known as an axiomatic core, which means as long as they're powered, their will can't be bent. They can hmm. do their objectives. Um, they tend to be very one-track-minded in that they have a goal and their entire existence is to achieve that goal. That's how they power themselves. That's how they exist. Uh, their entire essence of philosophy is to achieve a job. So if for some reason they had no purpose, then they would be powered down. I would think to achieve that, they would probably need to be destroyed. Well, can this core be augmented in any way? I haven't read about any of that, but I'm pretty sure that what they refer to as the unity 
is in control of these sorts of things. I believe that destruction would be the only way to damage that, unless you went to Ergo and somehow destroyed the unity. That seems rather like spitting in God's eye. Hmm. Well, this is all quite illuminating. I am fascinated about Ergo, though. I would love very much to go there one day. I understand it's only in two dimensions. No. Two. Two? X and Y, that's it. Wow. Can you imagine how things look? How would you perceive? I don't know. I look at Arvid. Is this what you were talking about earlier with the quotes flirting? Uh, it might be. Sometimes. Sometimes it's complicated. (laughs) (laughs) Aruthax is just sitting there looking at the books on the shelf, seeing if any of them sound interesting at all, or if they're all just like super dry treatises on... These are are very much academic books, um, (sighs) mostly about history. Uh, well, we'll finish our tea and then I'll let you go. I do have a class to teach in a few hours. I oh. need to prepare. I haven't even bathed yet. Okay. Uh, yes. Yes, of course. Well, you smell lovely. Well, thank you, Artyom. That's flirting. Oh, Good and job. please, if you... <laughs> <laughs> he just looks very, like, mortified. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Flirted on accident. <laughs> How did I end up married? <laughs> Well, should you think of anything more, please don't hesitate to look me or my team up. And... Of course. And I'm sorry I don't have more details about oh, okay. the place in question. I don't know any names there or anything. I'm not even that social, really. Mm. But yes, uh, beyond that, you should definitely come to Lucinelli sometime. Absolutely. I'm due to visit my uncle. Nice. Well, good day to you all. And uh, the half-orc butler escorts you out after you finish your tea, and you return to the busy streets, and your tuber is still standing out there. As we walk out, I kind of uh, put my hand on Chris' shoulder. And I'm like, that was a very clever line of questioning. Oh, thank you. <laughs> very good. I think we've uncovered a lot more than I was expecting. <laughs> good. Well, I guess, team, where to next? We have a couple of leads, but still so many more questions. Tuber, to the black market. Uh, I... <laughs> what I... a ridiculous question. <laughs> <laughs> what he means to say is... Uh, God, is it the entrance of Raxia? Remitex? Remitex. The Milfine Miles. Uh, Milfine Miles. Oh. Just O for three. (laughs) (laughs) This city in particular has a lot of strangely named things. Sure. Mm. If I asked you what a safe district to be in was, would you be able to answer that question? Please tell me what you mean by safe. Uh, Least amount of crime. Least amount of crime. Mm. That would be the Ornak Halls. Excellent. And the one with the most amount of crime. Hmm. News reports have a lot of crime near the Milfine Miles. That tracks. <laughs> Please take us to the worst neighborhood in the Milfine Miles. No neighborhoods there, just industry. Well, do that then. Come on. And away we go. Four gold, please. Our prices are going up. All right. This I'll is do a lot f- of money. I'll do the four gold. It's a big city. And off we go. And you again follow this series of tubes. Uh the internet, as it were. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dragondrov has tuber eats, but not tuber. And yes, tuber eats. Um, There's not enough food to justify that. That's true. <laughs> you pass by a myriad of businesses. Um, there's like a tavern called the Storm Crow that you ride by. That's like a very large, dark rookery. There is a Dern Good Grubs full plate diner here. And there is a place called the Five Point Iron, which is a huge blacksmith slash tap house. Every time you write an ad, do you have to keep track of where you put them so that you can mention them when we go buy them? Most of them are chains. Okay. Oh. So by the end of this show, there's going to be a nightmare for bookkeeping. <laughs> cool. And 
night is starting to set as you guys have been traveling through town for quite a while and spent a good chunk of time at Lady Almira's. Um, and as you arrive at this place, there is a huge iron fence. Um, and beyond it, there are just stacks and stacks of what look like coal and ore, huge metallic crates covered by tarps. And there are large mechanical tractors that are just like lifting and transporting things from one spot to another. There is tons of dwarves moving about, but this is all beyond this massive wall and with like barbed wire wrapped along the top. And at the base of it, there are what look like a series of tents and just hovels and lean-tos uh, made out of just scrap metal and random bits of stone that have been kind of pushed together. Very much a small shanty town. And there's not a lot of people milling about. Any of them that you see are like curled up underneath some covering or sitting and staring off into the distance quietly. Oh, uh, my heart. What? Do, do you not see these people? They're cold and shivering. This is... Ah, okay. This is another one of those things. This is very normal for me. Sure. <laughs> You're so sweet. Look at you. Arithax is definitely going to take their coin purse and just like kind of shove it into their scroll case at the bottom of their like, mm. nope. I'll Pretty take note of that and do the same. <laughs> Put your wallet in your front pocket. Pretty much, yeah. Chris is going to do the office. <laughs> in that like he's actually just going to wait till our team turns around and just like give people like one gold. Like How many are you spending? I'll, the first, like... Silver, please. Gold is like... a Gold is it could hurt the economy. It could hurt these people. The <laughs> uh, first, like, ten people I, I see who, like, need it okay. are gonna get a gold <laughs> piece. All right. And that does garner a little bit of attention. A few people just softly say, thank you. I'm, I'm so sorry. I wish I had more. And a figure climbs out from underneath what looks like just a pile of debris covered in soot and dust. And they erect themselves and you see a short squatty figure with lots of ratty clothes with one leg. And it kind of hobbles towards you with a chunk of wrought iron as a walking stick. Got anything for me? Maybe a drink? And this old dwarven man with an eye that's completely just burned away and soot all over his face. Crooked teeth, long, gnarly yellow beard with just stains at the base of it. Uh, Artyom, uh, you often have a bit of food. Can I borrow some? I promise I will give you the biggest meal back back home. I'm just looking for a drink, friend. Is there a place for a drink uh, nearby? Not near here. Mm. Too long for this old leg to hobble. Mm. You work here? No, not for a long time. Yes, this man looks gainfully employed. Do you live here? I most of the time. In that thing that you came at? The place you came... That nice, um... <laughs> <laughs> it's horseshit. <laughs> but it's home. Right. Now, I work all over the city making coin where I can. These old bones eat constantly in the drink. Oh, it sure does help. You might be in a bit of luck. We've heard tales of... Certain goings-on in this uh, area. Should you know of any more specifics, maybe we can find a way for you to get that drink and maybe a coin or two. What kind of info you're looking for? Oh. Theft of equipment. Theft of equipment. What are you talking about, lumber? Machinery uh, disappearing. Things like uh, engines or uh, complex parts. Constructs? The. Huh. How much coin? Everyone looks at Chris. No, just kidding. <laughs> Plenty. And maybe a case of Surefine Bourbon. And I, I wink it at, at, uh, at Chris. Chris <laughs> just turns bright red. Did you say a case? As in 12 bottles? Hmm. Depends on 
how good your information is. <sighs> Holds out his old shaky hand with gnarled, like, just mm-hmm. swollen fingers. Case of bourbon. A case of bourbon. But uh, more than that, Chris is going to shake his hand with both hands and also just cast mending okay to just fix his clothes and like his leg and just like one of his sleeves is now like in much cleaner nicer <laughs> condition yeah. it looks kind of weird well and... uh, just a good it's gesture. A show of power for yeah. sure chris just pulls out like a hand sanitizer wipe and just cleans his hand <laughs> and shakes it basically no i want him i want him to be warm and happy so, all right. me wrong, doesn't mending take like 10 minutes no, uh, no. okay i mean it, it can as like a ritual or you know the actual process but for flavor like little things i just let people like get okay. slightly fixed right. but yeah, yeah as a casting time of 10 minutes technically you just want to fix this old guy i just want to like i want to help right i just want to help my leg it's fine <laughs> what yeah, second actually, one grows I'm, a, I'm actually a really high level cleric i guess regenerate on you limb just right back out again what Bad did you say you. your name was old fella <sighs> my name's gadmir gadmir delicar he points behind him and says anmar tunnel i helped make it when i was just a harn hmm. Been in the city for a long time. One of the first dwarven pilgrimages south. Wow. So you're quite the industrious person, aren't you? Was, once he built a tunnel. Well, ever since I lost my leg and my eye and my hand stopped working, it's hard to find building work, digging work, Mm. forging work. Now I'm just begging. You said you helped build the tunnel. That's right. Is it a straight shot? One point to another with no intersections. There's a lot of gateways, but it's pretty straight. Does any of it reach the Underdark or the Drexian shift? There are parts, yeah. There's some crossover. Haruthax glances to Artyom at this. Do you know where we might be able to find maps of these tunnels? Yeah, there's maps of the Anmar tunnels. Probably go to the university or maybe the Guild Square. Probably sell it at a tourist shop. Everyone wants to take tours of the tunnel. Real tunnels. Real maps. Oh, well... Probably want to go to Remitex for that kind of thing. But let me tell you, they're well fortified, well protected. Hmm. Anytime they cross over the Underdark, there's reinforced steel thicker than I am protecting us. There's dwarves in those tunnels 24-7. And what can you tell us of missing things? Constructs. That I saw. I've seen some things in the past few weeks that shook me to the bones. I was in the northern district last week, and uh, there was a group of... uh, Courier constructs carrying some cargo for one business or another. I don't know which one. And some figures. They came out of the tubes. Ambushed them. Dropped them down like they were nothing. Warriors wearing metal armor. They grabbed the gear, and then they grabbed the parts they cut off. And then they vanished back into the tubes. Military grade. Perfect precision. Quick as cats. The warriors wearing metal armor. Were those the attackers or the defenders? The attackers. They came out and dropped the constructs like they were nothing. Do you guess the race? Couldn't tell. Tallest humans, for sure. Maybe taller. Not dwarves, then. Probably not. Unlikely. <laughs> dwarves on stilts. <laughs> I'll never suspect. But they were well-armored, and they were fast. Hmm. Seemed like they were more interested in the parts from the constructs than they were whatever they were carrying. The Were they gutting them right there? Sparks flew. Limbs fell. Beasts fell over. Huh. Any idea at all what they might have been looking for? Seemed like they got what they were looking for. Hard to find parts. And where was this again? This was in the northern quarter. I think we're going to have to go to the northern quarter. Here's a weird thing, though. Those pipes, they're great. They warm the whole city. They take the heat from the warehouses and the industrial buildings and channel it through, heat everyone's apartments and homes. But the inside, hot as an oven. They spill out into the uh, 
ovens of the factories. I don't even think there's any exits inside the city, unless you cut one. Hmm. So whatever we're looking for is something that can survive impossible heat. Unless they found a way to shut the power off somehow. That too. Or used in a decommissioned one. Are there wizards? Wizards have ways to protect themselves against the heat. Thank you. This is very good information. When am I going to get my bourbon? Hmm. The case is probably going to be dangerous in your hands because somebody might take it from you. <laughs> but you did say you are quite an industrious worker. <sighs> One moment, please. Well, team, do you think that we can have any use for him back in our place somewhere? We can't just... I know I can't save everyone, but... No, there's nothing to do with this. This is not the work he wants. He wants to work in... He wants to do hard work. Yes. What are we going to do? Give him a give him a plate of food and have him walk around serving fancy pants? No, this is this is embarrassing kind of work for him. Maybe. <laughs> At least we'd pay him the right wage. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got keener ears than you think. Mm. I'm not looking for a job. I could die any day now, but I'd like to go out comfortably if you don't mind. Maybe we buy him a case and keep it at the bar where he drinks. That way he doesn't have to worry about the being stolen. I like this plan. Any objections? Sounds good. I look at him. Fine. If it means is if there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, I'll walk that road. <laughs> I had the feeling. <laughs> well, good luck on your quest, but I keep in mind these things, these soldiers, they moved with an unreal speed. Their weapons weren't like anything I'd seen before. If they can kill a construct eight feet tall in a matter of seconds, I don't know what kind of chance y'all stand. <laughs> been following the mortal dawn as they prepare for what could be a dangerous mission filled with secrets and subterfuge yeah but it's still just talking planning i need some action kip oh no oh no storm are you okay you're you're sweating a lot more than usual i wasn't kidding about that cold lust kip oh it's hitting me hard oh get back Girl, i haven't had a spell like this in a long damn time the only reason I took this fucking job is so I could watch some goddamn bloodshed and get my adrenaline up. Somebody bring me an intern. Carl, quick! Put on some reruns! Uh, Green Flame Ascending, Quest 219, now! Uh, yeah, yeah! Let him go! Boom, yeah! Right in the aorta! God damn. I haven't had a fit like that in ages. Well, sometimes the blood moon just. Brings out the orc in me. Quick thinking, Kip. No problem, Storm. Glad you're feeling better. And if it's all the same to you, I'm just gonna close us out from over here. Come on, don't be like that. It was just a little bloodlust hiccup. Get back in your chair, you goofball. Oops, sorry, Storm, I can't hear you. I'm too busy letting our viewers know to join us next week for more of the League of Ultimate Questing. Ready for the outro then? It's Michael's yeah. turn. It is what, my what? turn. May I have iPad, please? The ancient tablet. <laughs> Hand me the tablet. I read the. <sighs> Speaking of the mic. Digital engravings. Mike into the mic. Mike in the <laughs> mic. One has a K and one has a C. Don't they both have C's? 
No. How would oh. you, I think you're thinking of Mick. I am thinking yeah. of Microphone. Yeah. Microphone. Microphone. ALU cuties. Thanks for listening <laughs> to the League of Ultimate Questing. I'd like to go around the table and introduce all of the players, starting with this lovely person to my right. Well, thank you, Michael. I'll take it right now. Uh, my name is Sam, and I am the player of Arvid. Okay. And you're listening to NPR. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Michael Loving. I play Haruthax, the Dragonborn Warlock. Oh, man. Uh, Come on, a lot. I like sexy radio voice. Now I'm just all Your voice flustered. is always sexy. Yeah. I'm just way too flustered with that. Just go full yes, Chris on it. My name is Alante, and uh, I play Chris Zagrand, the Crystalline Sorcerer. Well, howdy, y'all. I'm Zach Marcus, and I play Archon Volkov, cleric of sunlight and suffering. I'm also the tech director and editor sometimes, and I want to thank Tori Christensen for doing all this editing she's been doing. Notorious. Yeah! <laughs> And this here is the wildest ride in the wilderness. <laughs> Baby, I'm Lot. I'm the dungeon master. Mm. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> hey, baby, I'm Law. I'm the dungeon master and creative director. Slapdash Studios. Damn. Yeah. New episodes of this ridiculous show that we're all part of go live every Monday with bonus content going up on our social media every Friday. On Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at Slap the Dash, all one word. And Slapdash Studios on the Facebooks. Go to slapdashstudios.com or the luq.com to find links to all of these things, plus our Patreon. Your support is what keeps this podcast on the air, helps keeping new episodes rolling out, and maintaining our web presence and our equipment, which is very important for podcasts. You can get access to uh, the magic items that we have, our character sheets, maps, and bonus episodes, such as the one shot that I ran with Law. For the episode that I was gone because my wife had Babby. Mm, no. I'm not going to tell you how he was formed, though. <laughs> I'll let you use your imagination. Formed. Uh, we post photos, lore, and news all on the website. On the Slapdash website, you can also find D20 Questions, Law and Zach's other show, where they drink and geek with people in the gaming industry, their friends, or just themselves. I don't know that I've seen the Just Law and Zach episode of D20 Questions yet. It's the pilot, and we haven't released it yet. Oh, okay. The unreleased pilot one day. And some future episodes, yeah. for sure. It's very funny and weirdly informative, and there are some pretty cool guests in the pipeline as potential down the road there. Mm -hmm. uh, please share this podcast uh, with your friends. Word of mouth is the biggest growth for us right now, and it has been great watching the podcast grow. We want to grow in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Or your ears. <laughs> your shares and reviews are our backbone. But until next time, we wish you luck. We're <laughs>